Welcome to today's episode of Hey Ashley J. My name is Ashley, and in this podcast, I'll be sharing my experience and explore topics as a 20-something Asian Canadian just trying to figure life out. Hello! Welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast. Uh, this is different because I am record- I've recorded an episode earlier today and I'm recording this episode today because I've managed to finish writing kind of my talking points for those episodes. I was like, I'm just gonna bang this out and set it up to release in two weeks. So, you know, hooray for me being productive. Um, anyway, welcome back. Uh, this week I'm going to talk about something other than my feelings and discuss the immigrant view against the career in the arts and how that has impacted my education and career path. Uh, basically, it's a story about how I let other people's expectations dictate my future, and I eventually gained the courage to do something I really wanted. Okay, so let me provide some background context here to understand my environment. Uh, I am a first-generation immigrant in Canada. I have immigrated with my family in 2004. Um, my parents are educated, both with college degrees, but they didn't get the chance to pursue um, their field just because they didn't really have the time to upgrade. So that meant that they had to take up minimum wage jobs just to make ends meet. We are a family of five that lived in a small two-bedroom apartment in downtown. Uh, we didn't really have a car, so in our first few years, we had to use transit to get around and it was really brutal during our harsh winters because it would be like negative 20 and negative 30 sometimes and you know it would last from november until april so it was a struggle trying to get settled and get our life up running within the first few years was definitely a very big challenge for my family so knowing this life of struggle my parents really had high expectations for me and my siblings so that we don't really have to go through the hardship that they went through just to make ends meet and so if you're from an immigrant family you understand the pressures of choosing a quote-unquote practical career. These careers mean anything in healthcare, so doctor, nurse, pharmacist, etc., or anything in law or some sort of engineering. Um, my parents never really encouraged the arts. If I wanted to pursue the arts as a career, I would have to show a lot of promise at a very early age and like be the best of the best so that my parents would invest money into lessons. So I was interested in art and designing, but I definitely wasn't the best. I just did it for fun. So obviously my parents didn't think that that was, you know, worth investing in. And I didn't think it was worth pursuing. It was just a fun hobby that I would do when I have free time. But I basically wrote off art and designing as a viable career path at a very early age. There's actually a clip of me when I was in kindergarten where whoever the MC was, asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up and you know I said I wanted to be a nurse. Spoiler alert, I'm, I'm not a nurse. I don't have the aptitude to be one. I have a lot of respect for them. You go through a lot of school and like you know the the practicums that they would have to do, the 12-hour shifts that they had to do and still have to like treat people with the utmost care and kindness even though you haven't slept for a long time. I, I just don't have that but I respect them. Anyways, from a very early age, a practical career was always kind of embedded into my head. 
And so if I'm not a nurse, what did I do since I decided that I wasn't exploring arts as a career? Well, um, I just worked my butt off in school, basically, and tailored my high school courses to eventually do some sort of science degree. I didn't decide yet because at that time I wasn't sure what I was really interested in. I've worried about university since the 8th grade. I remember looking at the websites and looking at the admission requirements and I just wanted to note them for the future so that once I came to the point where I had to apply, I would fill all of those requirements and, you know, just be on my merry way with my plan. And, you know, I had that goal of just getting into university to do a science degree. but. It's funny because I never really planned for after that. And it's funny because I realize now after I've done university that most of the time you can't just graduate with a bachelor's degree in science and stop there. Most of the time you would have to do grad school to even get a job in anything with your degree. <laughs> and so it's funny that I've planned so much and I stressed so much at an early age. And then the most important point, really, like the point of getting a job, like that's why I'm going to school for Like I never really thought about it. Anyways, once I got to high school, I kind of just followed and carried out my plan. You know, I was in, I was in IB. I did honors general science before I did IB. And then once like I got into IB, I did IB biology and chemistry. And, you know, I was just super committed and dead set on doing like science. And, you know, somewhere in between, I took a couple of options classes that weren't academic classes, but, you know, he needed them to graduate. I didn't do full IB. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I, don't, I guess not everyone knows what IB is, but it's international baccalaureate. It's like an honors thing. It's recognized worldwide. It's, you know, if you do really well in your IB exams, depending on like the level that you're doing, you can technically get university credit for the classes that you've taken but i i didn't get the credit <laughs> because you'll just know later on but anyways so somewhere in between i took options classes that were academic classes and you needed to graduate i didn't take full ib so i had space in my schedule to do options classes so i randomly took cosmetology and computer tech as options and i just chose those two because i wasn't super into culinary auto body or the fashion classes that teach you how to sew I enjoyed them and I thought they were fun and they were a nice change from the honors classes because, you know, like I'm always in the honors classes with the same group of people who are always academically driven and it's just so hard to not feel like intimidated and just grinding all the time at such a early point in my high school career. And so in my options classes, I was just with regular stream kids and I was just braiding hair or making home videos and it was like a really fun time. So even if I didn't think art was a career that I would get into, I still did creative things because it was a really nice break from my regular school subjects. In the era where Tumblr was at its peak, RIP Tumblr even though it's not gone, um, I was a really big part of the K-pop fandom side of Tumblr and was very impressed by all the Photoshop edits that I see on my homepage. I really wanted to contribute to that and you know i wanted to put out some reblog worthy posts myself so i decided to download like a bootleg version of photoshop on my very weak toshiba laptop and just dabble in some edits myself to just give it a go and as it turns out i really enjoyed it and 
if you were you know using tumblr at its peak you also know that customizable themes were such a big thing back then and i'm pretty sure everyone that was on tumblr dabbled in a little bit of coding because everyone wanted to like customize the shit out of their tumblr pages anyway i really enjoyed doing photoshop i would be super excited to collect hd photos and like download texture packs and kind of just layer different kinds of things together and see what i would come up with and you know at one point i really thought about doing design seriously like you know this is cool like people do this and post about it i don't necessarily see why i can't make this a viable career because you know you would see cool art stuff in like magazines and websites someone's getting paid to do that right but you know after doing some research um nothing really came up in my city that aligned with what i wanted to do and i wasn't really looking into leaving the city for post-secondary just because it was not financially feasible and so after my research it didn't seem like it was going to work out and then i looked at art schools and it was very intimidating because all the programs just made it seem like you needed real talent to get in and like my my portfolio would just look just like a thing of me manipulating photos i've never made anything from scratch so i just feel like a fraud <laughs> if i tried to apply to art school with that so i decided that even though i enjoy design and manipulating photos to make something new it wasn't going to be more than just a hobby i was still set on my path to apply to university to do science and you know here's the funny thing halfway through high school I struggled academically. My grades after 10th grade and the first semester of 11th grade just like shot down. My overall average by the end of senior year barely made it over 70% and I failed math. I failed math to the point I had to retake it twice in my senior year. Honestly, by the time I got to senior year, I just felt so burnt out, tired, and you know, I just wanted to prioritize my social life. Like I just didn't want to spend all this time grinding to get the grades, to get into university, and then not and like miss out on like social things and honestly at that point i thought if high school was already this challenging how will i survive university and you know i realized after doing my honors chemistry and biology classes like if i hated doing labs how will i get through the labs that i'll have to do for the next four years i really contemplated my career path at that point but then i realized that i spent all of middle school and high school focusing on just one career path that I didn't really explore any other practical career options outside of science, you know, which which is bad. <laughs> Just because back then math and science made sense to me, it doesn't make it my whole identity. I was still more than that, but the problem is I never really explored the me outside of gets good grades in math and science. And so looking back on it now, I wanted to apologize to past me for not wanting to identify too hard with my hobbies just because they're not considered stable careers. It prevented me from genuinely enjoying anything because I didn't want to work hard on something that I'm not going to make a career out of. I don't know why it's so hard for me to understand that you need to put in the work to be good at something, but I was expecting to always be the best after two to three tries. So, you know, I just struggled mentally with that for a while the truth is just because you enjoy something doesn't mean you have to be amazing at it but because i put that unnecessary expectation for myself i can't simply enjoy any of my hobbies without that pressure and you know i lived very unhappily for a while at the end of the day i was just like i'm 
constantly going down this road of this thing that I 100% do not want to do, but because <laughs> I, I didn't think of anything else, I have to keep going down it because I just need to go to school and get a job. That's all I felt like my life purpose was. So I struggled academically in high school, reconsidered my path, and realized that I didn't explore my interests outside of what I used to be good at to think of a plan B. I, I'm in a pickle. What did I do? Well, I didn't do shit. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still having a hard time right now accepting that my hobbies can be just things I can enjoy regardless of whether I'm good at it or not. So yeah, five, five years ago, I did nothing about my situation and continued to be unhappy taking honors classes that I wasn't even doing well in anymore. And somehow I would think that that would still get me into university when it's when the program is super competitive. I, I was I was genuinely wishful thinking at that point. And you know, sure enough, uh, my grades weren't high enough to be admitted into any of my preferred universities and the weight on my shoulders just felt heavier. It was already heavy because I knew I was signing up for something I didn't enjoy and I didn't even get that far because I wasn't accepted. And so I was that person back then that cared about what institution I would go to because I didn't want to settle for a smaller, lesser known institution because in my head, it mattered where you were going to go to school. Like, you know, are you going to go where like half of your graduating class is going or are you going somewhere that no one's there and you have to make new friends? All of those things mattered to me because I was so focused on my social life at that point, even though it doesn't matter after high school. Anyways, even if I cared about that, um, I didn't really have a choice, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So because I was just so desperate to jump on the post-secondary train due to FOMO, I applied into a smaller university that no one no one goes to. And I, I got in. <laughs> I was going to move forward with a biology degree and I was going to figure out a way to transfer to a bigger university once I've done a few classes and I got my GPA up. Okay, I hit a few bumps on the way, but at the end, I achieved my goal of pursuing a science degree. Cool. Cool? No, it wasn't cool. Why? Because obviously, like I mentioned earlier, I already knew that I wasn't happy with science. I didn't like labs, and now I signed up to do four more years of them and literally paid a lot of money for it. Um, this is another level of buyer's remorse, and I've, I've bought a lot of dumb shit that costs a lot of money, but this is probably the biggest regret <laughs> that I've had. And the funny thing is, I realized that I really couldn't move forward with it even before I did any science classes at labs. I did one semester as a biology major before I transferred, and during that semester, I was just taking a lot of electives because I deferred my admission. But I was just super unhappy where I was at. The university was just not a good fit on top of me just not wanting to be in the degree that I was in. And I just was fed up and I felt like I was wasting a lot of my time. So this is kind of where the big transition kicks in. Um, my best friend, who was at a different university, was talking about a design program in her faculty that might be a really good fit for me. So my best friend always encourages me to pursue um, design and art, but I was always the one that's kind of pushing back and being like, oh, it's not stable, like I'm just scared of not getting a job, blah, 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 blah. And like, th this is her again, kind of, you know, pushing me, do this program, it's different. It, it, it's, it's still design, but I feel like 
there is a little bit of practicality in it that it's a good happy balance for you and I'm like okay I checked it out but I didn't really take it seriously at first because one I told myself for the longest time that art is not a stable career and two the work that was done in the program was very intimidating and outside of what I've done before you know as I've mentioned I've dabbled in like very very little html and I I literally just layer photos on photoshop and so if you ask me to do anything artsy outside of that I literally don't know what to do but I was halfway through my one semester as a biology major and I had to make that big decision do I stay or do I go and the answer seems obvious now but at that time it was actually a decision that I had to think for a long time about but you know we can all take a big sigh because I decided to apply for the design program that same semester and I got accepted so not even a few weeks into my biology degree I made the switch uh, no one talks about this uh, before you get into university, but people literally change their majors all the damn time. And everyone usually takes longer than four years to complete their studies. But society did a really good job of pressuring us to stay in what we committed to in the beginning and not honor how we feel about it after a year or two. So, you know, if you're in a university right now and you're worried about completing in four years, don't worry about it. Like, prioritize your mental health. Don't take six classes in one semester. Like, literally, don't kill yourself. You don't get a medal for finishing early. So just do it at a pace that you're comfortable with. Anyways, uh, applying to the design program was the best decision that I've ever made in my academic career. I felt like I belonged, and there wasn't a doubt in my mind that it was not meant for me. Uh, Yes, my family still has no idea as to what I do, but I'm still very lucky to have their support and it was nice that no one was constantly trying to get me to reconsider going back to science because there's no way in hell I'm going back and I know that not everyone is met with the same support that I got when they make you know major changes especially for going from quote-unquote practical to quote-unquote not practical and so I just want to say that you're the one that's going to be doing the classes and grinding for all of those years and literally no one else is going to do that for you. So do what you feel is best for you. And I'm not going to say that it's not worth going to school to do something you're not really passionate about but makes a lot of money. Unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society where we have to work 40 hours a week, sometimes even more, to pay our bills. It's okay to just have a job that makes the money to keep you comfortable so you can freely pursue your hobbies on the side. Connecting this back to my younger self not enjoying my hobbies because it won't be a practical career, I realized that we need to let go of the idea that we need to monetize our hobbies. Why? Because though I love and don't regret my degree, I also realized that mixing what I love with work makes me hate my hobbies. But that's something that I can talk about at another time. To conclude, if you're going to university in the future or just some post-secondary institution, know that it's your own personal journey and you shouldn't feel pressured to have it look like someone else's path. It's, it's so hard and I really, I know this because I've lived through it for years and I still struggle with it now. But just know that comparison is the thief of joy and, you know, tell yourself that every single time you compare yourself to other people. The only competition you should be with is with yourself, and you should only reserve that energy for personal development and growth. 
anyways thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next one bye